0: Good day, everyone. Everyone. My name's Anna. And I'm Kirsten. And you're listening to... The the Cover to Cover cover (laughs) Um, Bookcast. Today, I'm going to be leading us in a talk about the male gaze. Last week, we did the female gaze. Mm -hmm. So it's time to continue with the male gaze. Because if you're talking about the female gaze, you got to talk about the male gaze. Because the male gaze is where the female gaze came from. Yeah. (laughs) So this is going to be a little bit more of a uh, harsh episode, I feel like. <laughs> it's going to be the other end of the spectrum.
1: We kind of went over it a little bit uh, last week. Uh, yeah, We touched on it a little bit, but now you've got research on it. So yes. we'll go into it a little bit more detail. Yes, I
0: tried my best not to really get too deep into it last week because I knew we were going to be talking about this. And yeah. it's it's a big topic, okay? And I actually went into it rather than like pulling up only like movie examples. I have character examples. I, I okay. have like tr- genre examples. Okay, I have a bunch of things here. Cool. But first, let's get into the definition, right? Okay. So, according to feminist theory, the male gaze is a sexualized way of portraying women. By objectifying women, the male gaze represents women through the sexual desires of heterosexual male viewers. It depicts the female body and personality as an object for men to view, own, and conquer. The perspective of a notionally typical heterosexual man considered as embodied in the audience or intended audience for films and other visual media characterized by a tendency to objectify or sexualize women. It's a lot of words. That's a lot of words. But basically, it's just saying the male gaze is what men see in women and not it's, like it's just the opposite. It, now, that's a good point. Let's get into that. So, while the female gaze portrays women in an important light, the male gaze does the opposite, portraying them in an objectifying way, although the male gaze is not the mirror opposite of the female gaze. The female gaze will per- portray men in a desirable, desirable way based on women's wants, needs, that are usually focused on general gestures and actions. The male gaze displays men as desirable from a male perspective, drenched in toxic macu- masculinity and surface level ideas.
1: Okay. So,
0: yeah, that's basically it. A good example of this is like slow mo taking off the shirt, pouring water on himself, taking off his sunglasses, shutting the car door, whatever it is, it's always based on looks. Abs are almost always involved. Even women will have introductions like this a slow-mo walk with dramatic sway of the hips and bouncing Tatas, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's always like there's a slow-mo shot where the camera focuses on the looks of a person Right. That's always the male game. Yes Doesn't matter the gender because if it's on a man, then it's usually I mean it's heteronormative still but it's talking about how sexy the man is and Mm -hmm. you know women or whatever and then the woman how sexy she is from a like very surface level point of view so uh, camera focus is also a tool used in the male gaze in movies or tv shows that have been written in the male gaze a lot of times you'll see the camera zoom in on a female character's butt or boobs as a stand-in for the audience's gaze Mm -hmm. so basically it's like if a guy looks at a girl in a movie then the camera will like zoom in on where he's looking as a stand-in for the audience or whatever, and it's really objectifying. So I do have some examples here to kind of talk about. Mm -hmm. Some character examples from movies or TV shows that I found. Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad was portrayed very harshly in the male gaze. Her outfits were always skimpy, and the camera even went out of its way multiple times to focus on her butt. Thankfully this was fixed for the Birds of Prey movie where it gained a female director and her outfits became much less skimpy Yet still kept the ripped unclean essence of Harley Quinn alive And that movie focused on Harley Quinn as an individual and her own personal story not just her quirkiness and physical attributes Mm -hmm. so moving on Lara Croft in Lara Croft Tomb Raider was heavily portrayed in the male gaze I mean, it's Angelina Jolie, so I can see why directors might want to bring attention to the gifts God has given her, if you know what I mean. Yeah! However, there are scenes of full nudity in that film. Lara Croft is my favorite female game character, and I went into the movie excited, but it quickly let me down because it was so focused on her sex appeal rather than her passion and determination as a historian and explorer.
1: I've never seen...
0: It is a good movie. Yeah. I, mean, I think you should watch it. Solely because that's my favorite game character, and I really, Mm -hmm. I just love that character so much. But she is so heavily in the male gaze; it's like it's all about how like her sex appeal. Like she gets her way with men because she's pretty, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I hate that plot point. Yeah, like in real life, guys would be like, okay, pretty lady, like walk away. Especially in these situations, like she's in near death situations. Yeah, with like full gangs and stuff and Mm -hmm. like people that would not just sit there and let her do what she wants even though she's pretty like in real life they would shoot her they would kill her they'd be like "Mm, nice
1: try like what are
0: we doing here right moving on jennifer and jennifer's body haven't seen this movie however Uh -uh. i have an opinion gracious this is a big one I haven't even seen the movie, yet all the scenes I have seen have been solely based on Jennifer's dense personality and her sexy body. Again, it's Megan Fox, so I see the appeal. However, without seeing this movie, I can tell that Jennifer's mere existence (laughs) is just to be dumb, a dumb hot girl with hella sex appeal to attract the male audience. They add some girl on girl to be the cherry on top. She has no real storyline. Maybe I need to watch this movie to confirm that information. Mm -hmm. But that's how I feel. And then moving on to Black Widow and the Iron Man movies. There's a reason she goes by Black Widow and it isn't because her butt is big. It's because she's deadly. Why isn't she portrayed that way when she was first introduced? She was so heavily sexualized it was almost painful. Mm -hmm. Thankfully the Black Widow movie did her justice. But did we really need to take years to get to that point? I mean, she literally is a trained assassin who is not there to be romantic with anyone. Mm-hmm. She can't even have kids for God's sake. Why is she sexualized? It's Scarlett Johansson? Yes. But just because she's beautiful doesn't mean she has to be there as the token sexy woman to satisfy the men in the audience. Yeah. Superhero movies are so catered to the male audience. They really are. It's really sad. Yeah. I love superhero movies too. I'm, I'm glad that we're moving in a direction where it can be for like anyone. Yeah. But like,
1: bro. Mm-hmm. It's not just for guys. We want to see yeah. powerful women. Women want to see powerful women. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's one I just thought of off the top of my head that I want to say before I forget it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a character that I, as long as I'm understanding this correctly, I feel like they are written in the male gaze. Yeah. And if you've seen Friends, mm-hmm. my first thought is Joey. Yeah. Because he's very much about like, mm-hmm. you know, the looks, charm, he's, and he's dumb. Mm -hmm. dumb. It's Joey. Uh But he's very much like, you know, trying to be all sexy, but he don't have any smarts. Because he thinks that that's what women want. Mm -hmm. That's not the case. So then there's a couple episodes he pretends to be smart and all these things, but... I will say, like, I I agree with you on some parts.
0: However, his character, it could go either way. Because there are some points where his sensitivity towards some of the females in the show is... Like,
1: he's very in tune to his feminine side. He is, and And so I
0: think that does show that it it's not fully in the male gaze, you know. Yeah. Like he. Plus, they have a female director on Friends, or they had. I'm sorry, had Mm -hmm. a female director on Friends, so I think she probably had some good input for Joey's character. Joey's Mm -hmm. my favorite character.
1: Really? Yeah. Is he really?
0: Yeah, he is. So I. I know this is
1: not part of the episode, but what do you think my favorite Friends character is? You give off Chandler energy. Oh my god,
0: yeah. Yeah, you Chandler. give off Chandler energy. I, for sure. I love
1: Chandler. That America. was pretty quick.
0: He was the first name that popped up in my head. I don't know yeah. why it took me so long to say it. Love Chandler. But like, he literally popped up in my head as soon as you asked the question, so. Love it. That's for sure. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. I half agree with you. Um, I'm going to move on to genre examples. We're going to go through some genres that are very heavily, usually, in the male gaze and Why? Mm-hmm. So, horror. Okay. Huge one where male gaze runs ra- rampant. A lot of the horror cliches that we all have become accustomed to are dripping with ideas that come from the male gaze. Girls are almost always there to die in the dumbest ways. There's always a dumb blonde, or the girl is just there because they are dating one of the guys. Perhaps the girl is there so that they can have a sexy kill. How about the guys? In horror, there is always a jock, and the girl is never the killer. Thankfully the horror genre today is getting better and some of these cliches are becoming rare
1: mm-hmm. so
0: um, But yes in older horror films you get to see a lot of like stuff where the girl is like what are we gonna do now and like and the guys is like, um, oh, I, I Will say this um, Reese witherspoon, you know her mm-hmm. um, She actually she's like a director um, is she really? She, she directs that. movies um, that are, like, feminist and, like, have good female protagonists and stuff. And uh-huh. she actually talked about this. Um, and, like, she actually said what woman in a moment of crisis would say, what are we going to do? Like, what are we going to do now? No woman would. No. We would be the problem solvers. We would be the ones yeah. sprinting into action while yeah. the guy is just sitting there doing absolutely nothing. He wouldn't know what to do. No.
1: No. He'd use so, his pea-sized brain to try and figure out, and then he'd get himself killed. That's what would happen. Exactly. So, and then one would be like, you're dumb. you Why dumb. would you do that? Stop. That's why you're dead. You just killed us all. Yeah. With one Good action. going. <laughs> Great job. Um, yeah,
0: so that's the horror genre. Moving on to a obvious one, romance. For sure. Obviously. A romance movie in the male gaze will almost always objectify the women, the man will stare at the woman's breasts or butt, and that is how the man will gain his attraction towards her. Not because of his feelings in his heart, but because of his feelings in his dick. The girls are always skinny and pretty, most times blonde. The guys always have their slow motion motion or moment where they take off a shirt and the girl's in awe of his abs. The guys always talk down to the girls too. If you look at older movies with male directors, this is really bad. The way men talk to women in old romance movies was so degrading and rude, and they got a pass because they were hot and, well, male. Mm -hmm. So, comedy. This is an easy one. I will explain this. Comedy, um, (laughs) okay. So comedy is a relatively easy one too. This has elements from the others. Dumb blonde is an easy one to fit in. Men will usually make their funny quips about women, whether it's about how dumb they are or how big their tatas are. Bazinga, if you know what I mean. Yep. Comedy is an open channel where guys are free to be dicks to women and not get judged for it because it's comedy. No need to take it seriously, right? Right. So that's why comedy can be in the male gaze. Mm-hmm. It's, it can be go both ways, but there are elements. And then the last one I have here is anime, obviously.
1: Obviously, the wowee. big boobs and
0: naked ladies. Yeah, Wowie is this one full of the male gaze. Big boob galore. Anything animated by men, you best believe the women will have big tatas, and the boys are about to ogle over them.
1: Oh yeah. Literally, so. Not all anime. Not all anime. There's so. a really good one. We need to do an episode on anime because... Absolutely. I do like anime. I've watched them. I some. do. There's this one that you should watch. What is it? It's called Your Lie in April. But it's very much written in more of the female gaze because, I mean, the main character makes comments about the other the other character's eyes and hair, but then he also talks about like her personality and the way she plays her instruments because they play it's, they like play instruments together. So uh-huh. anyway, um, but I haven't really watched any that are that I feel like are from the male gaze, but that's probably because I try to stay away from those. Yeah. I, don't like them. I will say this: video games. Um, there's a lot of
0: video game characters that are mm-hmm. very heavily in the male gaze. It's because um, uh, it's like Final Fantasy and, yeah. and stuff like that. You can find the character models, the female character models, are just it's it's insanity. Yeah, like the tatas on those girls. Man, okay. Insane. How do you even walk around with those, okay? Yeah, no. So, moving on. Two movie examples. These are specific movies that are very bad about their male gaze, okay? Mm-hmm. Magic Mike. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The entire premise of this movie is about the sex appeal of men and what women should like about them. Lots of abs. Lots of unrealistic sex appeal. Just having abs doesn't mean it's male gaze, but it's what they do with them that defines it. Mm-hmm. So. There's that. That's a pretty um, cut and dry one. I didn't go too deep into it because I think everyone can agree with me. Yeah. However, I do know some people who like that movie. Transformers. Megan Fox. Need Megan I Fox. See More? Yeah. Need I, need I Say More? I no. think I said Need I See More. But Need I, I meant See More? Need I Say More. A sexy woman in skimpy clothing who knows things about cars. The men in the audience are for sure throbbing right now. Yeah. Yeah, literally. Yeah, oh my god. (laughs) Literally. (sighs) (sighs) Okay, moving on. Fifty Shades of Grey.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, but I love those movies.
0: I do, too. I do, too. I really debated whether this one was in the male gaze or not. Yeah, I don't really know. But after serious contemplation and tons of research, I have decided absolutely it is. (laughs) The book, I've been told, is written very well in the female gaze because we get to see Christian Mm -hmm. Grey through the eyes of a woman. However, in the movies, this is not the case. Christian Grey comes off as an abusive sociopath who does not feel anything emotionally for Anna, Anna. We get to see Anastasia fully unclothed. While with Christian, we might get a little backside action. That's because, you guessed it, folks, men don't want to focus on another guy's body.
1: Let me tell you what, that infuriates me so much. Yeah. And any kind of, and not a, it's not because I want to see a dude's dingling, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. It's because the woman can be fully unclothed, tits out, buns out, front action, you see it all. Yeah. But then get gets the dude's butt. Yeah. Are you serious? No. That's like, not fair. It's because the oh.
0: audience, the male audience, don't want to see another male naked on screen. That's be- not attractive to them. Because
1: you notice, I don't they know. They want to focus f- on the girl. Right. You, I don't know if you've ever, you've probably never watched a movie with a guy where there's a penis on the screen, but like, they always turn their head. Mm -hmm. But if it's a woman seeing another girl's boobs in a movie, okay, boobs. I don't, yeah. I'm still gonna watch them. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, watch them. (laughs) I'm still gonna watch the movie. I'm not gonna be like, oh my god, boobs. Yeah. Yeah. We're not gonna think any different of you. Oh, I promise. Just because this is as long as my forearm does not (laughs) (laughs) mean. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> no. That's not me. I want that. Okay, maybe, maybe, that's,
0: maybe that's why they don't want to watch. They don't want to feel like
1: inferior. inferior. <laughs> it's like, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, hold on. Make I'm sorry. Sense.
1: No one, no woman wants that. I'll no. tell you that right now. I'll
0: say this too, though. Like, I really, I will. Be, it's not because we want to see a guy's thing, honestly. They're not even that attractive. They're
1: not! They're not! It's because... We don't want to see it. We don't want your, your dick pics either. Don't stop sending them. If men can shield themselves in a movie and not have their penis shown on screen, why can't women do the same thing? Yeah. If there's a sex scene, the woman's completely naked and you see yeah. her entire body. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Especially in a movie like Fifty Shades of Grey where that is okay. Why right. are we not showing the guy's dick,
1: bro? like come make on. it make sense come on we need it that's part of it's, that's part it's of part bit. of the story that's part it's of, the, of whole, the plot. it's the whole plot of that especially that first
0: movie that first book yeah like there's a gonna be a lot of sex okay yeah
1: realistic sex you're gonna see the guy's dick it's not just gonna be nowhere to be found sorry that's not how it works that, the male audience is living in a fantasy world yeah dicks exist Other than yours, okay? Yeah, you're not the only dick in this world. Guys
0: find two women together attractive and cool. We also, I mean, okay, we're gonna be. I'm gonna be fair. We we can look at two guys together and think it's like fine. Yeah. But when 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 the dick comes out, bodies. We all have them. Yeah. This is the last one I have here, and it really kills me to say this one. Okay. I love this series. Oh gosh. Star Wars. Okay. While I am a huge Star Wars fan, it is true that the females in this series, while badass, carry attributes that cater to the male gaze. Here's why. Increasingly, as they became romantic interests for the characters in the movies, and in turn becoming romantic interests for the audience, their outfits became skimpier and showed off a lot more skin, especially for the times that they were filled in, filmed in. Princess Leia is a no-brainer in the scene with Jabba the Hutt, but Padme's whole midriff was showing during their fight in Attack of the Clones. Almost all of the Togruta and Twi'lek women w- wore skimpy outfits as well, even though they were badass warriors. Why do we need to focus on a woman's body?
1: Yeah. Personality we don't especially in those kind of movies
0: being badass is good enough to be attractive. Yeah, okay Like we don't need to like uncover their bodies for that to be a thing like, Yeah, Princess Leia and Padme, bro. They're attractive without their clothes being on. Yeah, okay Yeah, no need no need to take them off. Have you s- you've seen Star Wars? Yeah. No. You need to watch it. I, I mean, know okay to be fair There's a lot to be fair it's i i understand with star wars it's hard to get into if you kind of weren't brought into it early on yeah i feel like watching it now at the age you're, you're at now it, you might not like it
1: yeah i don't know
0: but because i was brought into it as a kid right. and like i've grown up with star wars i love it anyway that is all I am going to go ahead. I do have one small announcement uh, for this episode before we come to a complete close. Okay. Um, it's just a reminder. On Tuesday, our, our second Book Swap book review will be up. Yes. So that's the second one. So it's going to be mine, um, mm-hmm. Assassin's Blade. So be
1: prepared. For it, it's going to be really, really awesome. I'm really excited to see how what how Anna feels mm-hmm. about um, starting the Throne of Glass series and if she's going yeah. to continue or not. Yeah, well, I probably will continue it.
0: You know, a I, I, little tidbit of information here. When we're recording this episode, I haven't read it. Nope. Even started reading it. We're we like, we haven't yeah. really even swapped the books yet. Nope. So, uh, but that's okay. We're two months ahead in our.
1: Um, Uploads. Yeah. Two months. So technically right now, it's June 25th.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're at the end of June. But. Uploading this at the beginning of August.
1: Yeah. Make sure you guys follow us on all of our social medias. The link will be down below. Um, I don't know if we talked about this in any episodes before. It's hard to keep track where we're putting announcements. Yeah. But we've kind of given ourselves roles uh, yeah. when it comes to The podcast stuff, so I'm kind of trying to be in charge of the social media part of it. Making sure we're posting um, episodes on TikTok when we need to. Trying to post more regularly on TikTok, not just on um, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah. And then Anna's in charge of the schedule making sure that everything is in its place and where it needs to be.
0: We we've been this past week having like almost regular like conversations. Yeah. about our schedule Yeah, making sure that everything like we have planners. We're writing everything out. I have like Getting a whole excel organized. sheet It helps that, that we're both pretty organized people. Oh, yeah, we're so. both very organized So it's like like almost to a fault. Yeah, it's kind of it's, Yeah, it's, it's a kind lot of scary but like it's like I've been really on on you about, um, you know, making sure we're reading the books that we're yeah. supposed to be reading. And um, making sure that if we can't record on a day that we're scheduling
1: extra stuff to Accordingly, to make up record. for what we miss, yeah.
0: Yeah, so I hope you guys are kind of like enjoying how this is going because we are finally getting into the swing of things and finally getting into a good groove. Yeah. As we talked about in previous episodes. So yeah. just stay tuned for exciting things to come yeah super excited about the next couple months
1: yeah we're going to be starting um the book club yeah the
0: book club soon the book club will be at the beginning of september so look up look out for that we'll talk about that more we're finishing up the book swap this month yeah um it'll be a thing if we didn't already say this because i don't think i mentioned this in my official announcement for Uh it um is that the book swaps are going to happen on a month we'll use a whole month for our book swap stuff Mm -hmm. and then the next usually two to three months after that will be book club and then we'll do another book swap the next month it's going to be like a rotation type of thing book swap and book clubs it's going to be like that so we're excited about it um and we hope that you guys are also excited about it and if you have any suggestions just let us know
1: Everything will be, all of our contact stuff will be in the show notes in the link tree. You can DM us on any social media. um, Email us. All the things. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is that everything? I think that's it. All right. All righty. See you guys later. Bye.